0: What's going on, y'all? This is Chasing Anthems and Friends Podcast. You ready for this one, Richard? I'm ready, man. (laughs) Before we get started, I I have a couple updates because we have some followers now. I'm not going to say how many because it's so many that the algorithms (laughs) and the charts, it's just getting above my eighth grade education level. But it's, it's up there, you know, and maybe we'll reveal it in a future podcast, but... Some questions have come up. Um, so during episode one with our buddy DM, um, we talked a little bit about a hamster incident that happens. Do you oh, remember when people need to be, dude? People need to be updated people, on the hamster. People wanted to ask about my <laughs> wife was gonna join us uh on episode one, but we had a hand had operative word hamster. Oh. That was going sense. to a Not hamster a good vet. It took six months to find this specialty vet and a whole boatload of money, and he's no longer with us. So me mm. the hamster, rest mm. in peace. Hopefully you're 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 uh, you're chilling up there, and uh, we'll reunite again one day. I'm a little unclear about animals in heaven, but I keep telling the children that he will be there. So <laughs> uh, I don't know if you call that a white lie or a little lie or just an unknown lie, but we're hoping that he made it okay he did right. bite me a couple times though so he might not have he might, might be somewhere else yeah we don't know we <laughs> don't not, know we're not a couple sure. so hammy if you're up there man uh rest in peace
1: uh, this update. is funny
0: this is good <laughs> updates <laughs> update number two um uh during i think is episode seven with jonathan guard.
2: Okay, okay.
0: Our worship pastor. Uh, I made quite a few references to never being invited back to play drums again. And now you're going to be a drummer? I'm is back on the this roster. Sunday? This, Sunday. this Sunday. Nice. I'll be mean, This is I'll recorded there. after, so next ep- week's episode, you know, you'll, you'll get an update on that. But I am back, baby, on the drums. Can't wait to see. <laughs> He's also left-handed, Daniel, it's, so it's... So 10- Oh, you are? You oh, go. this is perfect. Only
2: the best yeah. are left You guys
0: just ain't right. So, but, you know, dreams do come true, guys. Uh, if you try hard enough and you complain hard enough and you put enough money in the tithing, you know, uh baskets, like you, you can, can make be a your way back, right? So. <laughs> Oh, so, man. I, I'm getting redemption on the drums, so we'll see what happens. I'll keep you guys posted on that. But with that being said, today we have an amazing guest. We're so excited to introduce you to our new friend, uh, Daniel Mokey. What's going on, Daniel? Thank you so much for joining us today.
1: I'm good. I'm excited to be with you guys.
0: Yeah. So, where are you tuning in from? It's very far from here. That's all I know. Uh,
1: where are you guys at?
0: The other side of the map. Copperopolis, California
1: good lord okay yeah um uh wearing your mask that's what i'm trying to figure out where's our mask we're by
2: ourselves so don't care. Um,
1: that's that's not it's not necessary when it's you're not by enough yourself. it's not enough for that state uh uh i am from rome uh not italy rome georgia is where i'm out of so it's Eden. like uh yeah 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 so uh, like 45 minutes outside of Atlanta. So you just okay. tell people, Atlanta. we've never had a
2: Roman on the set before. This is good. We have. Yeah, not. No. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So y'all are going to be it's double blessing is what you're going to get. <laughs> for that. So are you born
0: and raised there or did you just move there or? Yeah.
1: Yeah. You know? Born and born and raised. And, um, I love it. I have me and my wife just talked about it, you know, because, you know, small town. It's really growing, um, but most of our friends have dipped out, and it's just us and our dog and uh, our little boy Jacob, who just turned uh, one, and then we got another one on the way. That'll be here like uh, by the time this comes out, I'll, I'll, uh, we'll have a little girl named Olivia, and so we're just excited and love the area. So this is where we're hunkering down at. A twenty
2: twenty-two editions coming to you. So I mean, you don't even look old enough to have kids, man. That's insane.
1: Oh, I'm just twenty three. So yeah. Oh, okay. Uh so let's see, me and my wife got engaged um right before COVID, like uh October nineteenth. And so we were we had like three different wedding dates and all that kind of thing. And then COVID just kept kicking it. Like, you know, early COVID was just uh, I hate talking about it, but it just kept pushing stuff around and uh, my my father in law uh, was working for the Georgia government at the time and and pretty high up and he told us before anybody if you guys want to be together, you know, get married now. This was before the lockdown or anything like that. Interesting. And this and, podcast
0: is taking a turn. Okay. Yeah. Good.
1: This is good stuff. Yeah. And so yeah, man. Uh, my, my family has a farm. And so we got married on my parents' property and it was just our immediate family. I'm talking about, um, I mean, we were planning like a three huge wedding, you know, which I'm so glad now we didn't because of finances and that kind of thing. Like the Lord saved us from that. And, um, we had this tiny wedding, we live streamed it and I do a little videography and stuff. So I just set up cameras in different places. I did my own wedding video. Uh, I mean, you yeah. So we got married, uh, like in front of my parents field and it was amazing. And then our honeymoon was, because it was during COVID we just went back to my apartment and that's why we had a kid, you know, nine months later, you know, that's basically what happened. Well, you uh, see a COVID baby
2: and you see like, well, I would say that there's many blessings going on in that. Um, We didn't have COVID. So our wedding, (laughs) uh, my wedding was expensive. His wedding was probably a little bit expensive. (laughs) So you kind of blessed out, man. Oh yeah. Yeah.
0: I'm Not great at math, guys, but let me unpackage this a little bit. So in a two-year span, you got married and had not one baby two. but two babies. He
1: said, Let
2: me hold on, let me let me <laughs> no calculate joke, this. No joke. So <laughs>
1: like so I only got so 10 fingers. After after Jacob was born, uh, not long after, were we oh, and I totally forgot to tell you this. So we were because we just met, a, you know. Let's just get yeah, it these all are, the, yeah, out. right? yes. So <laughs> we because this is a this is this is about me. We're unpacking this. I just yeah. want to share the reality of my life right now. I love we it. Want, <laughs> uh, okay, so okay, so we go back after we get married. We go to our apartment, um, and and then later we find out oh she's pregnant. Okay, so number one, we have a dog that's not even supposed to be in the apartment. So we get kicked out of the apartment. I have to move my family. Uh, when start the process of building a house during COVID with a brand new baby, I'm living on my parents' property in a 700 square foot apartment. That probably, no, I think it's like something really, it's small. I'm, I'm That's okay. Yeah, it's yeah. tiny. So we get in our house, we finally get settled in our house. And then my wife goes, you need to go get a pregnancy test. And I, she knows she <laughs> took it, it, she had one, it was positive. And I, I went to dro- drive to the Dollar General right up the road here in our, at our house. And it, this was me the whole time, <laughs> you know, like, you know, like if you uh-huh. got kids, you know, you love them once they're here, but it's like, oh my gosh, this is crazy. So yeah. So she wow. got pregnant again, I mean, it was like,
0: you fat. are the, the most productive individual. <laughs> In the last two years, Richard sat around playing video games, gained probably 15, uh-huh. 20 pounds.
1: I had to <laughs> sell my PlayStation. This, oh these kids are ruining gosh. my life. No. They're <laughs> oh. top that, that, On top of that, so I run basically half of my family's business, which is a dumpster rental business that grew, that was my dog, that grew super big uh, during COVID because everyone was at home. Clearing out their house, basically. So, God's definitely been blessing. I'm not going to complain about it, but it's been a wild ride, and I've lived a ton of life in two years, like you said. So. I'm interested like crazy, and then that so that, that
2: accent is like generationally thick.
1: There, <laughs> do you hear you? you
2: so, my life, right there in my life. <laughs> yeah,
1: I didn't even think about that, and now oh, I'm loving I'm excited, it, man. <laughs> okay, tell me this: when you listen to the song. Did you hear a uh, accent? Because people say I really don't sing like I talk.
2: No. Yeah, I, it's in there a little bit, but not like uh, when you're talking and you're you're relaxed, you uh-huh. you can hear that you are nice and
0: relaxed. <laughs> you, you, yeah, you but, should
1: hear my uh, my mom. It's it's way worse. It's way worse.
0: Music's so universal though, in the sense that like you could speak a totally different language. Like Celine Dion, I'm not that she speaks a different. She's Canadian, right? I mean, I'm sure she's got a thick accent or think Of somebody else, uh Shakira. When you sing, it's you know, you're just weird Ozzy Osborne. I mean Ozzy Osbourne, there you go. I, yeah. I almost
2: understand everything that man was saying when he sang <laughs> a song oh, about oh, what oh, he touched. Yeah.
0: <laughs> right, <laughs> yeah. I, I think music's universal in that sense where we all sing a similar, I mean we're trying to match melodies and this and that and stuff like mm-hmm. So on top of all of that, you're recording music, you're producing videos, yeah. you're doing all this crazy stuff i don't know how you're sleeping or what you're eating but please no, send I, us your your list i'm eating
1: plenty i'm eating plenty i've gained <laughs> like 20 pounds for sure <laughs> so Having tell us about long.
0: music man how'd you get into music and you know um, when'd you get started
1: okay so i've been in church my whole life and um anytime the door was open my parents made sure i was there which i'm thankful for not always willingly but i was there you know but you know <laughs> Yeah. But, uh, you know, they made sure I was in church. I've always loved music growing up, you know, just kind of naturally toward it. And then my mom's side of the family, like, I had great, great grandparents who lived to be like my great, great grandmother on my mom's side passed away recently at 104. And then her mom lived to be like 105 or something like that. So um, and they loved music and they were a part of something locally and everyone gets together and plays music. And they did that same thing around my mom at, you know, my great grandmother's house. So my mom grew up around music, her and her sister and cousins sang together. And so my mom would sing around us growing up. And at a certain point, my mom started to write music and got plugged in with some uh, friends of ours in Nashville who record, records, and does stuff like that, so she recorded an album, and then um, I, uh, you know, just wanted to be like her, how you are with your parents, I had an interest in music, but I, you know, I looked up to her, and what she was doing, so I kind of started writing my own, and she would help me and foster that, and uh, even at a very young age, I'm a multi-instrumentalist, so I play drums, guitar, but, you know, like, Any anything musical I can wrap my head around, not to say I'm a pro at anything, but you know, I can wrap my head around it. And so I started out with drums and when I was like 10, my mom had brought a guitar home or someone did, and my mom knew three chords on the guitar, which she never told me until that moment. And so she taught me those three chords, G C and D, and I it just snapped for me. I got obsessed. And so At the time, I was really, you know, I love Elvis. I love the Beatles, you know, that old, you know, anything old I, I found a love for. And so when I found out like ultimate guitar tabs, you know, you could go on there and punch in your favorite songs, that's how I taught myself guitar was I would look up Hey Jude or Yesterday or some Elvis tunes and like learn that. So as soon as I got home from school, I did that nonstop. And so then I started to I master the guitar not master but get you know pretty good at the guitar and then i started writing music alongside of that and then when i was like 13 or 14 my my mom was like let's just make a little album of yours it's since been removed off everything because <laughs> i sound like a woman but I, i'm actually, i'm probably eventually going to re-record the music because i'm you know a lot of those songs were actually pretty good and so uh fast forward to now which you've gotten the most recent update, but, um, you know, the last few years I've been traveling and leading worship at a lot of local churches. Like what I found here, I don't know how it is for you guys, but especially this area in the South, there's a church around every corner. Mm -hmm. I come from a, a medium sized church that is very blessed with talent, you know? So I, I rose up in the ranks there and, um, People fostered the, that worship environment, you know, around me and taught me how to lead people in worship. It, it's a Church of God, um, like a Pentecostal church, so you know everybody hey. in there can, yeah. yeah, everybody in there can <laughs> sing. You know, everybody's petting. Passing the snake around. Oh gosh! <laughs> just,
0: if you oh, really, that believe, was good. I mean, why
1: would you? Why would you worry about it? That's not good. Like, That's good. No, listen. There are, that. defi- okay. there are definitely some churches somewhere. Around. I've never been to them, but um, but so I rose up in that and was on staff there, and then my obligations to um, my, our family business kind of preventing me from really getting to invest in the people aspect of it. You know, you know, you guys know there's a difference in showing up and doing a gig or leading worship and then sticking around and fostering those relationships, you know, so it's just a difference there. Richard and t-
0: just shows up and magically everything's <laughs> done. Yes! <laughs>
1: Woo! I know. He just so, walks
0: around like a wandering child. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> just,
1: what's that name of John Travolta? Just like... Just- where do I go?
0: <laughs> Where's the bathroom? Yeah,
1: so I like, like, uh,
0: I was going to say it's like Joe Biden on a Tuesday. That's Richard.
1: On any day. On any, any day.
0: day. <laughs> we <laughs> just lost half of our followers. Thanks. Had to go political.
1: Had to go. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, my gosh. But right, You were so... talking about
0: music and church and snakes. Okay, sorry. Go.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, um, uh, so I left, uh, you know, I, because I couldn't really give my all there, I just kind of, you know, pulled away and then I had smaller churches reaching out who weren't really blessed with the talent in their church. And so I started doing a lot of local church stuff and playing and developing relationships. I think I've made a list of churches that I'm wanting to reach out for, um, for the album release that'll be in the middle of this year. but. Uh, probably like 30 or 40 churches I've connected with and know of and make good relationships with and so that's developed and so you know you guys know this I mean you can only go like I had so many people being like how can we support you or like do you have any music or whatever so I've been writing music I just haven't had really time to do much and so uh at the at the end of last second half of last year, I just really felt like, okay, I need to start the process of doing a new album. And, um, when I was like nine years old, I don't know if you guys have ever ever heard of Daniel Doss or the Daniel Doss band, but he is a worship leader out of Nashville that I saw at a very young age and something made me look him up years ago. And so I added him on Instagram. Well, he produces music, great guy, amazing songwriter. I reached out to him and we hooked up um, and uh, he produced this most recent single without a redeemer and uh, started that uh, process kicking off the album. And uh, I'm just really excited for what God's doing, man. I'm, I'm pumped, ready for new music to be out. And, and it's interesting. Like some of the stuff y'all talk about on here, it's like navigating the music industry and trying to get in there. And it's so like, I, I, I'm just trying to catch up. It's it's a it's a full time job in its own. Just trying to get noticed in this sea of content. You know that's something I'm trying to learn now. It's like trying to figure that that out is where I'm at now. So yeah,
0: it's, when's your album
1: know, it's come weird. out?
2: When, when's the album come out?
1: It's going to be, I haven't uh, announced a date yet. It's going to be like July or August. We're going in at the end of next month. So just a couple weeks after Olivia's born, my wife, <laughs> it was a big, I <laughs> asked to be like, do you think your mom could stay with you like one weekend and I'll be right back? Because <laughs> <laughs> Is that, cause that cool? Is that work for you? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Is that okay? Um, I know you'll be in recovery but it's all good um so <laughs> i'll bring you back a t-shirt from nashville is that okay um but uh we're tracking the rest of the songs in the studio with some great musicians and i'm um, just really excited about uh everything so hopefully july or august hopefully closer to july um we'll have something together so
0: Nice. Now, are you funding this? I mean, I, I hate to ask yeah. in the g- details, but we actually re- met with an artist uh, that's going to be dropping very soon, and he talked about a, uh, a label he's working with that actually assist him with crowdfunding, which I thought was a really creative way to
1: yeah. uh, generate
0: revenue. But uh, how are you getting this done?
1: I'm uh, self-funding, um, and uh, I don't know if you can hear my son, but uh, I'm self-funding and go. working with a really great, um, guy who's you know given me the ability to do that and it's a it's a sacrifice for sure once again it's one of those live conversations where it was like i promise i'm gonna get more gigs from this that pay 50 dollars on a saturday night just tell me <laughs> you know but yeah. um but that's another thing too it's like i'm trying to figure out it's like okay people really don't buy like physical cds so now you got yeah. to figure out you know, different ways to monetize. So it's gonna be interesting, but I think it's gonna be a really great learning experience and um but yeah, self funding. So keep me in yeah. your
0: prayers. <laughs> Absolutely, man. Well totally
1: understand what that's like. It, we do that as well. This is dinner is what I'm saying. <laughs>
0: we've been there we've, ramen. we've done that but we also learned you know by getting advice from a lot of people is like that normal tra- or what you think that normal trajectory is for like making it in the industry is totally changed you know and uh we've totally flipped our marketing and strategy plan as far as like trying to like knock on every label's door or entertainment company's door and say hey look how amazing we are and said like we can do this on our own man like we can, you know, get active on social media and like we started a YouTube page. To, I think we're just crossing around like a quarter million views right now on YouTube by just doing like reaction videos and different things to try to like get out there and be like, mm-hmm. force people to like, you will like us. Like, or you're just going <laughs> to pay to shut us up either way. But yeah. like there's so many more tools today that are, you know, in front of you. You just got to put that work in and, you know. I thought it for a long time.
1: <laughs> I saw a, I saw a post, uh, I think yesterday, where someone was talking about labels. Like, labels are no longer in the industry of, like, discovering and developing yeah. artists. It's more about 10Xing what they already have done, like, what that audience that they have built up. Right. And, and so that's, um, you know, another thing, like, you talked about, is like, the definition of success. It's, like, um, you know, I, I remember years ago, I mean, all I wanted to be was a worship leader you know what I'm saying? It's like, well, you're leaving worship. That's, that's what you're doing, man. Yeah. And it's like, you know, you got to kind of uh, set your expectations. Like as long as you're walking in the will of God and like lifting him up and you know, doing what you're supposed to do in that arena. I mean, I, I think God's proud. I think he's glorified. So it's like, you have to, and let me say this too, getting plugged in with the people that, I am now, you know, uh, for me, it's like musicians, even up high up in the music industry, are it's hard to make money in general. You know, if you're using money as the level the of success, I mean, yeah, as the metric, it's like you, in order to even do that, you have to be at the tip, tip, top. So you know what I'm saying? Like you're talking yeah. life changing stuff. So it's like if you're making a livable wage, as a musician or leading worship it's like that's there's people in the music industry in general who aren't doing that you know yeah, so it's it's true you Absolutely. know that's that's what i'm realizing
0: it's a tough game i think people who don't play music or who aren't aspiring to do the things that we're doing don't realize how much even like the pay to play like we've been in situations we pay to play just to just get in front of people and we never see that return on that you know what i mean But Mm -hmm. you're just you're setting foundation, you're building those blocks, hopefully, your base is growing a little bit bigger. Uh, And like you said, man, it's a whole lot of prayer and hoping that God blesses the the direction you're going in. And, and that, you know, remembering that he's the one that gave you these talents, right? So, Mm -hmm. um, you know, we need to be giving it back to him. So with that being said, though, I'm curious, like, would you consider yourself like what genre? Uh, Cause I, when I heard that, that single that you just dropped, I was like, man, this sounds like the next Chris Tomlin, like no joke. And I'm not trying to like blow your head up. Cause you know, you're going to have to go back to your uh, one-year-old child, the new baby here in about a minute. Gonna gonna <laughs> back to reality.
1: Now, right before I got on this podcast, I looked in his playroom and he was naked holding his uh, gay <laughs> <and> <laughs> <team> <laughs> <laughs> on the floor. Yeah. I was like, Oh, Reality. Yeah,
2: hey, the podcast is starting right now. You remember that? Did you remember that? We okay, I gotta go. Love I you.
0: <laughs> She's waiting with that diaper in hand uh-huh. for you to go take it to the trash can as soon as you yes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. So what? Yeah. What? What, was, would you, go you, what space are you you shooting for? Like what? What?
1: This album that I'm going for now, like that. uh I know everyone says this. And I guess you're really not in a genre until you arrange and produce the music like and, and to a certain extent, and you guys would understand this. Like when you're writing a song, it's just lyrics and, and acoustic guitar. But like uh, like Christian, uh, I want to say there's a country vibe to it. I don't know if folk is the right. You know what I'm saying? It yeah. leans, I, you know, because I love all types of uh, music in general, all genres. I think it's really hard not, to do that as a musician and singer, you know, when people are like, this specific genre, I'm like, well, if it's good, you know, and if it's not, you know, if, if you're not relating to the lyrics or something like that, that's a little different. But if you're talking about the sound or the musicianship of something, it's like, you know, I, I like most, I can find something I like in almost every genre. So, yeah. But well, you, I, this this album, I'm kind of going for more of like a, a CCM, but like c- country leaning aspect. Which this next single um, is really going to have some country elements. I actually told my producer, I said, "There's a guitar solo in it," and I said, <laughs> "Think Brad Paisley times ten, go." go. And yeah. he was like, "You know, like <laughs> going in on it." So I'm excited about it. But yeah, you, you do leaning. have
0: to pick a lane to some degree, though. Because yeah, we, we picked too many lanes and I think that can like dilute it a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I like
2: that approach too. I really liked doing a bunch cause man, talk about staying super interested and involved and like loving every second of the deal. It's like what we're, what we've been doing is like, you listen to some of our music and it's, it was great. We were loud. We lift, we listened to our album that we haven't listened to in a while um, on, on a little road trip that we went on the other day. And we listened to the whole thing from to back. And I was like, man, that is crazy how far we jumped around like from reggae to rock to country to like I mean, it was crazy. So there is an aspect where it's fun, but also when you're just staying in your lane, you have a little bit better of like a a marketing strategy, I think. And the template's probably a lot easier when you're like putting everything together and you're arranging everything. Um, Cause I'd imagine Travis does a lot of the, uh, actually he does pretty much all the mixing and mastering and stuff like that. And when you're messing with all these other different things, I'd imagine
1: it probably gets pretty difficult. that That's our approach for the album. You know, I said CCM Country by which this guy um, look him up, Foster Farrell, super cool guy, and is a super talent producer. It's like the demo he sent me that we made in like a day, I was like, bro, like he's I was already in love with it. Um, for this most recent single and yeah that's what we're doing like the musicians that we're bringing in the studio at the end of march um are all kind of in that country world you know obviously nashville you don't really have much of a choice but have that feel and so there's some worship you know elements in there but we're going to incorporate the mandolin we're going to incorporate the steel guitar and have some banjo lits and some funky guitar in there There's even a song that you could probably make as funk and reggae as you want. You know what I'm saying? As you wanted to, but it's going to have, it's going to lean as far as it can into the country thing. So I'm really excited because I love that sound. I love performing in that, you know, and I'm in the South too. So people are going to love that. I know um, the churches that I go to. So, um, so that's what I'm trying to do, trying to do uh, vision-wise for this one, and I'm 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 thinking it's going to be something I stick with. Uh, I, I think that's smart, future. man,
0: because a lot of the Christian artists are they live in that area, and <laughs> mm-hmm. you know Chris Tomlin put out a whole album. Uh, oh yeah, partnering with like Florida Georgia Line, and um, we were Red. covering Yeah, Thomas, was that the one we were covering? Uh, that's the, the one. Moon? Yeah, we
2: uh, be the moon. No, that was with. Uh, Brett Young, I think.
0: Brett I Young. Think yeah, Be the Moon, so. man. That was that was awesome. That was actually one of our first songs where we came out and covered, like started switching up what we were covering. So like our story, like Richard and I are both Christians. We've, you know, been Christians for quite some time, you know, but like we always wanted to play secular music because we wanted a broader base, you know what I mean, and, and to take it as far as we can. But, you know, we really had this kind of awakening where it was like, what are we doing, man? We're playing all these songs that we don't really care about and that we places we don't really want to be it's not like we're that's not where we go on the week when we have some free time so it's like mm-hmm. that be the moon song like really hit home it was like man like you can quickly take you know like get complacent about life and just be running through it and look at man like we're just a reflection of god or we should be a reflection of god in all things we do you know what i mean and like not just you know on sunday when we go to church but like in our music our friendships and our work life all that kind of good stuff and like we just took a back seat and we're like man we really need to reevaluate what we're what we're doing here uh musically and stuff like that so we've been interjecting we'll still play secular songs here and there you know the crowd pleasers just for fun um you know from time to time and stuff like that but it's that was a big song for us to hear that christian country crossover and be like there is a space for that for us to be able to play to a secular crowd but still give that message that doesn't compromise you know who we are and what we're trying to do Mm -hmm. so you
1: know what was so weird for me was um because i have a buddy that i grew up with that we were thinking about uh you know playing out together like secular music as a duo um because there's you know there's a pretty open market locally like um there's a big country hub rome brew house so like every major country artist you can think of in the last 10 years or so before they hit it really big have hit that place and um you know uh luke combs did a huge festival here uh the morgan walling guy came and did a huge festival like it's like this this area is like super big country secular hub and um uh so anyway, we weren't trying to do that, but just you know, plenty of places to play, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. um what I found it's so weird not to say like I, I love listening to secular music and that kind of thing. But it's like my voice when I would try to sing different things, it's like it didn't fit. I know that sounds weird, you know, if you're a singer you could sing. But it's like, it, I don't know if maybe it was my voice or maybe I didn't feel like it fit me, you know, me to sing, if that makes sense. Yeah. But some sure. people can't, you know, it's not an uh, issue for me, but it's like, uh, I've, I'm just learning to be me and uh, you, that's a thing in the music industry. It's like, you just, I mean, though truly successful people are like unique and who they are, as weird as some of them are higher up, you know, you're like, geez, yeah. if this is really, you, you know what I'm saying? But, <laughs> you know, I'm, it's, I think in the worst, <clears throat> it's like, I've, I've just learned to just, you know, because I'm using that country Christian label, but the way I dress, and I'm not your big country, you know, I talk country, but I'm not like you know, whatever, like I'm wearing a cowboy hat and cowboy boots, like I'm it's dressing huge, guys. up.
0: He's got a ten gallon hat on. Don't let him don't let him like it's to up you.
1: here. <laughs> but you know, I'm just trying to learn like this is the music I kinda like listening to. This is the sound, and I'm just trying to be me. And um I, that's I think all you need do
0: it's authenticity, is what it is. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's one thing for someone who doesn't know truth to go out there and say whatever they want and and be that chameleon and stuff like that. But when you know truth and you're not singing truth, like it comes out. Right. And, and people can realize that. And I think we've experienced that as well, where it's like, you could just see it on her face. We're like, this is not what we want to be doing. And then we play an original song and we light up, you know what I mean? And like, we play with friends, we, you know, we call them higher guns. We'll pay them to come and play with us. And they're like, man your originals are amazing your covers are terrible and we're like because we don't care
1: like it's that's that's yeah
0: you know like they're fun but like that's not who we are you know what i mean it's not authentic you know so it's not
1: even with this single like you have people family friends or whatever who aren't really like you know practice you know practicing christians you know at living the you know what quote unquote whatever that is always in church whatever and um coming up man i loved your song you know that moved me you know it's just that kind of thing it's like people can see it whether they you know whatever you know living that life they can see that life like you're talking about and that yeah. if if they can tell the difference i mean that's what it's all about you know so that's awesome man that, that's what it's about
0: we're, we're excited for you man you have a a long career ahead of you yeah, as long as you don't keep having too many babies and slow you down. I'm trying, I'm trying to slow down. <laughs> Be I'll fruitful
2: get... and multiply there was something that they said.
1: Don't tell me yeah. I don't follow commandments. I, <laughs> I, 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 that's what
2: I'm saying. I
0: got you, bro. I understand. Yeah. I, I'm just trying to get the gray hair. I'm like, pick them out you know, every day. Uh-huh. But, you me know. too, man. I got <laughs> three of them war wounds Uh, it's a good thing man richard why don't you go ahead ask him our favorite question i know you've been dying over there to ask all right man so what
2: we ask every podcast or most of them is we know you got uh with with all the playing out you've done you got a bad show everybody's got one whether you fell off the stage your string broke um the stage fell apart people started booing you you were singing flat i know you got something what you got for us man
1: uh what's a bad one okay so the first time i uh i wanted to be in the last couple years i wanted to start incorporating tracks and that has been the, the battle of a lifetime for me because like you'll be in the middle of the set like and i think i was running it off my laptop like i didn't have like a separate interface or different things like that so my computer was doing like 15 different things like it was doing my in-ears it was doing it was sending it out to the house just all kinds of stuff and i'm in the middle oh my gosh i know i know what it is like i'm in the middle of it and i'm i have my in-ears in and I didn't really know that basically half of the set, like the click was coming out into the crowd. <laughs> like, <laughs> t-
0: t- 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 the whole time. <laughs> yeah. Oh no. That. Explain what the click is for people who don't know.
1: It's like a time. It keeps everybody. It's like a metronome. It keeps everybody in time, whether it's just you and the stage. And if you see people wearing in-ears, that's what's coming through. But now I, 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 at that point I was like, okay, I have to, it's going to cost me a fortune, but I got to hire someone to figure out how to, put it in a box and it works and i didn't come up with it it was someone in cal in california actually
2: everybody's sitting there all being nice to you like clapping along but they're like honey these speakers are broken (laughs) do you hear those (laughs) oh this poor young man
1: (laughs) and then funerals it's like it's I, i mean i i love my family but it's like every time you can never truly mourn a funeral because you're the musician in your family and it's like me sing at uncle Jamie's funeral play you know it's like just
2: amazing, just amazing grace not anything can personal. I
1: can I shed a tear please can I shed hey, amen I mean it's it. as soon, I mean as soon as we get the call as soon yes. as we get the call Bobby has passed away second call his favorite song was that song you wrote when you were 13 when you were singing three off the tire. will you please do that song for him
0: Hey, a, gig, a gig is a gig man especially during covid you you got to take whatever you can get mm-hmm. you know a friend of ours
1: uh-huh. um who are pretty close <laughs> to uh they really didn't you know have a pastor uh preferred and i was really the only you know uh, practicing christian in, like, in their life really he's like why don't you speak at the funeral too and i'm like Okay. Just while you're up there. I mean, while you're singing and stuff. So, oh my gosh. Oh man,
2: you are well, you are well-rounded. You're ready for this journey you're going on, man. Let me tell you something.
1: So (laughs) I I went to a Christian school. My wife makes fun of me because like we talked about earlier, uh, Richard, it's like um, uh, retaining information is not my cup of tea. So in high school, I was not, you know, my wife makes fun of me because she'll ask me something, a Bible, you know, something specific that she knows and she's holding over my head or whatever. And she's like, you don't know that? You went to a Christian school? I'm like, honey, like, I barely passed out of there. <laughs> but let me tell you. You're like, I sell
0: dumpsters for a living, babe. Yep, Come
1: on. I, <laughs> but because I, you know, performed all throughout high school, throughout churches and speaking and different things like that, our final presentation is like, you have to get up and talk about what you learned at school. The hardest teacher came up and said, that's the best presentation we've ever had. And I was like, yeah, my buddy. drop. I'm yeah. out of here. <laughs> it's what I do, actually. And, and, her son, and her son, who's my best friend, uh, was in our same <clears> class. <throat> so I was like, how about that?
0: <laughs> yeah i, I too like constantly trying to prove to my wife that i was somebody at some time hence why i had to kick that field goal you had day. to show her you had to fly right show- there in person <laughs> i'm watch sick this. and tired of you talking about the glory days and i said hold this ball watch and this. watch what i do I have the man. worst dead leg right now. I'm not even joking, man. I barely got out of bed this
1: morning. <laughs> I, I, pulled, I pulled that up on Instagram. That was a that was way better than what I could have done, I huh. It's
2: and good it's for good. an extra point. Like, he could be an extra point kicker,
0: probably. I didn't show you the 20 other ones where I failed, and I was yelling at my son, I was going to
1: ask that. Taj, don't drop the ball. <laughs> <laughs> Do you, I feel like I constantly have to prove, like, stuff to my wife. We were – this more no it was last night we were talking about something and uh we have been best friends for years and she's like two and a half years older than me when i was 13 i met her for the first time and i knew she was it like i was she, in love was she like, a babysitter? Was no no <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> i just want hey, to trying to dispel rumors here okay and you gotta you gotta career and possibly in politics definitely in music and worship i just want to get any rumors out that may be (laughs) untrue okay
1: so what i'm saying was we were friends for a long time and we go on a mission trip well there was a girl there i wasn't dating her and this other girl i was dating there and and we were talking about something and she goes you're just the closest boy there whatever i'm like so it wasn't my looks or my personality mm-hmm.
2: she's like no 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 <laughs> i was like wow <laughs> oh yeah, you like, have wow. so much to learn Daniel. yeah that's never so gonna <laughs> change it's never going to change in fact the competition stiffens as the years go by <laughs> oh man yeah. i like the
0: pecking order man like uh-huh. i climbed one l- ring or r- rung whatever when the hamster died i moved up mm. just a little bit but Rest it still goes my daughter, son dog cat chicken gophers it's pretty low then
2: so on and so forth
0: yep
1: (laughs) i'm learning i'm learning
0: and stay tuned because we we're trying to work out with our our agents and management to get the wives on so you guys can hear the the real story about Uh how things really work but we've been kind of pushing it back because you know, since this podcast is getting so much momentum, we don't want that to uh, hurt. You know, the, the cred, dude. The you street the the yeah. <laughs> yeah, because they they'll they'll tell the other side for sure, and it it'll be uh-huh. ugly.
1: Watch it like go straight up as soon as they're on okay. screen uh-huh. no
0: they would take over and then and then we wouldn't even have anything to do anymore we'd be changing well, the diapers you know there's a
1: bunch of podcasts where it's like the you know like comedians podcast and the wife gets on and then ends up starting her own thing oh, yeah like, yeah <laughs> it's crazy it's like they're making money on both ends they
0: want too much money though that's the problem you know they they're not willing to take the 20% that we're gonna pay them and you know.
2: Yeah, negotiations are still in effect, but um I feel like we're gonna we're gonna come out on top. We have a, a master negotiator here in Travis Howell. Call him home yeah. howl for short sometimes. And this Hollywood, is one of those Hollywood.
0: oh Hollywood Howl. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the list goes on, it's pretty infamous. Hey Daniel, thank you so much, man. We yeah. are I am very excited to hear what God does with you and your music career, man. Like that single it was just, not only was it good, it was impactful, it was meaningful, there was just so much to it, man, and, and, uh, I, I hope that this spreads it, you know, at least 20 or 30 views further for you, but, (laughs) I'm just so happy that you, you answered my Instagram message, and, uh, for all the listeners if you want to add a follow up to your instagram daniel responded to me like quick uh-huh. so i'll talk to uh, anybody come on <laughs> <laughs>
1: he's
0: he's willing to take on new friends and he's not even going to interview you man he just wants to to share some good music and, and share the, what the lord's got on his heart so thank you so much man we're just so blessed to uh, to be your new friend and hopefully we'll get to connect one of these days in person uh, yeah. and collaborate on some stuff man absolutely so with that being said we will check you guys out on the next chasing anthems and friends peace see ya
1: see ya